What's up, guys? Welcome back to Big Brain Hour. <laughs> I'm Steve. Right here is my my co-partner, Lincoln. And today on the podcast, we have Connor Mulkin. What's up, guys? How you doing? He's our resident expert in political science, and um, he wanted me to say his dad's a doctor. All right, so... <laughs> um, we actually do have some fan mail today. Lincoln, if you want to take it away. Yeah, so today's fan mail is um, from Matt Lenneman. Matt, one of our biggest fans, one of our greatest supporters. Thanks for hitting us up, man. Thanks, Matt. Well, what Matt has done is he's actually run some advanced analytics on our show based on the number of minutes that each episode has been. And he has plotted a linear regression, essentially, showing what the projected length of the episode is over time. So according to Matt's projection here, by the 19th episode, we will have hit 200 minutes per episode. That is... I want to be on that episode. That's like, be on that. that's like the yeah. three and a half hour special, yeah. basically. Yeah. I want to be there. I want to be at that one. Yeah, but it also shows at episode uh, 178, we're at over 1,800 minutes. So that's uh, definitely dangerous cool. at that point. <laughs> so there's another graph right here that Matt sent us, and it compares the total minutes of Big Brain Hour as projected compared to the total minutes of Seinfeld over time. So <laughs> Seinfeld is of order N. It is linear because Seinfeld is obviously blocked like a TV time. Um and so Seinfeld would probably have about the same time, excluding some like some specials and stuff, you know. And then ours, it shows we are of order n squared, and we are it basically exponential growth. That's all you have to remember. If we were a stock, I'd buy us right now, according to this graph. So um, basically, all I can say, it looks like a volcano. While Seinfeld's is kind of like a straight, boring line. So yeah. we're projected to have like twenty times more content than Seinfeld by episode two hundred. So if that says anything, um. I think that I think that speaks a lot to how good the content is that we put out. So, um, Matt, thanks for sending that in. Yeah, love Keep breaking it mail. down. We love the fan mail. We love the analytics. Thanks, Matt. Okay, Steve, want to lead us into our um, to our first segment today? Absolutely. So, uh, as you know, there is an epidemic sweeping the, the the entire world, really, and it's the coronavirus. So, we just want to give a little bit of an update, kind of our thoughts. Uh, Connor, if maybe you want to take it away first. Yeah, let's go ahead and just start where it begins. The problem is vaccines so here we go vaccines cause a coronavirus you can't tell me otherwise there's just there's no other no other uh form besides eating bats mm. um let's talk about that for a second um let's talk about this culture that just eats bats and jungle rats keep that in mind for a minute oh i'm so sorry i have to say this just a disclosure all opinions that i'm giving are com purely comedic um not real here we go um so anyways Bats, yeah, you're probably gonna get a disease from it. Just heads up. So that's, that's just this is just to the next the, to the humans that actually survived this survived this epidemic. To you, I have to say, just don't eat the bats. That's all I have to can say. I, can I can I interject? Yeah, please. Bats are the chicken of the cave. Have you ever seen Anchorman? It, it, yes, the Anchorman chicken of the cave. Fantastic. Yeah, no, no, no. but keep keep continue on. Continue on though. No, no, no. Let's. let's I, I don't know. I don't know. Like Anchorman two. Now I'm on Anchorman two, and it's just kind of like you know. Yeah, see, so bats, they are good, is the thing. Like, in Anchorman 2, <laughs> when they fried one up, that wing was looking it really good to eat. It too good to say no. It yes. does. Have like, either yeah. of you the actually, ligament. have you ever had bat before? I have not. Connor? Oh, wow, no comp. Okay, we'll take, <laughs> we'll just, we'll keep we'll take that as a yes. Maybe not. <laughs> okay, so I think bat, don't knock it till you try it. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I think what Connor's really getting at here is um, – Coronavirus came from an animal to human, yeah. like interaction, and not through, through vaccines. No, no, no. Vaccines are good. 
Yeah. So back to I assume right now we're losing all the Trump supporters that are listening to this podcast. So <laughs> thank you and goodbye. Um, here we are. Though. Okay. Yeah. Connor's yeah. very opinionated about this subject, yeah. but <laughs> basically what we've seen around the world right now is coronavirus is on the rise. Although 95% of cases are still contained to China. We've seen it reach a lot more nations in the last couple of weeks. Well, that's the thing. Actually, in Korea, they're experiencing South Korea. They're experiencing a huge blow up. In the last two um, days, their cases have doubled to about two thousand. Yeah. And so now the actual, actually, uh, the China, the cases outside of China actually outnumber the number. Out, I believe outnumber the number of cases in China. Like worldwide. Worldwide, to yeah. China. We have Italy, South Korea is getting bad. Yeah. Iran's getting bad. Yeah. They had to cancel. I know in Iran they had to cancel uh, their. You know, pilgrimages to uh, like a religious holiday. Like that. Yeah, uh-huh. they can't do those anymore because well, that's a lot of people in one spot. Yeah, yeah no, because I mean, it's like it attracts like millions and millions of people moving. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah, yeah. So yeah. Stop it. I think it's definitely something to keep an eye on. The CDC uh, has it as its second highest ranking right now. It says that it is a um, they classified it as like an epidemic. They said it could um, be upgraded to pandemic, which is its highest. Um, ranking and by pandemic, the definition is that they would project that most of the world, like the entire population, would be exposed to this virus at some point. Is what the rank of pandemic means, and they're not ready to assign it that yet. But I have heard like rumblings it is about to get that level because it kind of opens up new funding uh, funding levels and kind of puts kind yeah. of lets governments know like it isn't a joke. So right now, I think we'll start seeing more cases around the globe. Um, it's not super deadly, but I think a problem is um, what Connor was mentioning before the show, the economic impact. Uh, would you like to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, no. I mean, like, honestly, what we're seeing, what we've seen this last week is the stock markets have plummeted in their worst, uh, their worst drop since the 28, 2000, mm-hmm. sorry, 2008 uh, recession yeah. that we saw. And we haven't seen, uh, unfortunately, <clears throat> out of all these gains that we've, uh, we've experienced over the last couple of years, um, We've now seen we've now gotten to the point where it's correction, and so now yeah. we're back to where, you know, where all this all these gains that we, we that the economy did make uh, have been lost. Yeah, this disease. And so, which is honestly, this will play very. This is very interesting how it'll play in uh, the twenty twenty election because I think huge platform uh, for Trump and uh, for Republicans was pushing the fact that the economy has been mm-hmm. very simple, which it was. It yeah. was very it's doing very well, mm-hmm. but here we are. Uh, the, on the break of recession again. So we're just, you know, it's going to be so interesting to see what happens because I think if the economy had stayed, well, I guess it's still, we're still teetering, but uh, if it does stay, you, you got to, Trump's hard to unseat. So yeah. that, that's the whole different issue. Mm-hmm. That, but yeah, true. no, I think it's definitely a development to watch and um, just make sure you're washing your hands. Make sure, uh, if <laughs> please. So, yeah, I, yeah. Just, I just saw something on Twitter that said 31% of uh, people or males wash their hands. That's not a number I can live with. So let's <laughs> let's make that better. Please. That's honestly shameful. That's that's yeah. not even. Yeah. That means was that only one of us in this room washes our hands? I know it's me. Yeah. So. No. See, that's. <laughs> that's <laughs> I mean, like McCaffrey's in here too as the uh, live studio the audience. Yeah. Yeah. So let's not. I see that is concerning though. <laughs> like I know, because, after being here, I would agree. Yeah, <laughs> that that too. But the washing hand statistic, because I know that every single person sampled does go to the bathroom. And so that's my biggest problem with what I just heard there. <laughs> um, yeah, so to keep an eye on it, I want everyone to stay safe. Um, if you start feeling sick, I think you're better off um, 
not leaving your house at the moment. That's what the CDC has been telling everyone and seeking <laughs> medical help like immediately because even if it's just a cold, the thing about coronavirus is the symptoms are typically pretty mild. And that's what makes it such an easy spreader. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just keep an eye on that. Yeah, I'm going to reference our roommate. I won't say him by name, but I definitely think he has the coronavirus. So, guys, just heads up. Uh, soon, this will probably do it. Be, the boys will be doing this podcast from inside, probably, you know. Inside of a quarantine, quarantine zone. Yeah. zone. Yeah. That'd be so kind of cool. It but would be kind of cool. It would offer a whole new perspective, and so I'm excited to see. Um, no, yeah, just before we leave off this topic, I do want to say it was super interesting at the beginning of the semester just hearing about, you know, all these cases that were coming up of the coronavirus. No one really knew what it was. You know, it's kind it's of kind a joke. Of, it was yeah. just kind of a joke. I thought it was going to blow over. I was like, oh, this will blow over next week. I literally thought that to myself. And oh, hopefully yeah <laughs> mike definitely picked that up that was nice i think one of our neighbors started up one of their uh really just destroyed motorcycles right outside <laughs> so you're saying oh my goodness yeah but, uh, but yeah it upgraded from meme to actual to actual problem it's potentially going to be one of like the biggest outbreaks of the modern era yeah. probably from like the 90s on oh um, yeah so. no Definitely something to keep an eye on. This will probably be in history books, so good excited people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're living it right now, boys. Okay, so I think what we're going to do next is um, we're going to move right into conspiracy theories. So I know Connor loves conspiracy theories. Love I know I love conspiracy yeah. theories. Steve's all, Steve, Steve actually has come up. Steve is the conspiracy. He is. He has come up with his own conspiracy theory. Steve, I want you to lead off with that because honestly, I think it's something that once people hear it, they'll be like, this is actually ha- what's, what mm-hmm. happened. All right. So we all saw the original Sonic trailer and how awful that was. Just terrible. And th- there's no way that any company could have like actually put that through and been like, okay, this is all right. So, <laughs> so here's my theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that when they released Sonic, they made the trailer intentionally bad. Just those few oh. scenes for the trailer mm. they intentionally looked bad because they knew that the internet would be like, you know, up in arms. Oh my goodness. It would blow up free publicity. And then <laughs> a, a couple months later, <laughs> they released the actual trailer that they yep. had from the beginning. Yeah. And because people's expectations were lowered so much, yeah. Like the new song just looks freaking like amazing. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. No. And then that's what made people see the movies. And it would also be a lot cheaper to simply just do the make a few just, scenes yeah, instead yeah. of having to fix the entire movie. <laughs> so I think that the first Sonic trailer was intentionally bad. That was my conspiracy. A hoax. It's it was a, a hoax. I'm pretty sure okay, we can't label this even a conspiracy. That's marketing. Theory, this is just what happened. <laughs> this, is, this is just what happened. No. Yeah. That's insane. I, I'm surprised I haven't heard this before. But <laughs> Steve brought this up. I actually was mind blown because I was like, it, "There's actually awful, almost right? no explanation for what happened in that no, first trailer." There isn't. It was horrifying. How could anyone look at that and go, "That looks like Sonic"? Literally, <laughs> it does not. It didn't look like Sonic. It, it looked, looked really scary. It looked, yeah, too. it wasn't nice to look like. How did any? No, it was unsettling. It has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah like Steve human teeth and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was disgusting. It was <laughs> like, what is this? It was really freaky, and I think. This is this is honestly a genius marketing tactic. Like, no, it is. They're going to come out in a couple years. It's going to leak if it did happen like this. Yeah. But even if they didn't intend it, like this was, it was genius. It worked out so well for mm-hmm. them. I think it's definitely yeah. a blueprint for future, uh, for future um, movie studios because yeah. I mean, like, release just like a terrible looking trailer. Like sometimes it actually works. You know, if it's no. like hilarious yeah. enough, the internet mm-hmm. just goes nuts. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we've seen something like that before. Like, you guys remember when IHOP did the whole I IHOP? Yeah. yeah, that was like essentially the same thing. The entire time, they weren't gonna actually switch anything to 
the B. They were yeah. going to be the burger. Like, that was yeah. not real. They just did it to get, you know, get momentum a little bit on mm-hmm. social media, get yeah. people to, you know, like come it in. Up. Yeah, yeah, no. And so. I mean, we're still talking about it three years later. Here we later, are, yeah. yeah. And that was that. even pretty, like, irrelevant. It wasn't really. Was so I don't even like IHOP. That's as, the thing, dude. Like, yeah. like, not even a really a hot take. It's not that great. Exactly. Thank no. God. We talked about this the other day on the podcast, and um, most fun. most it's people fun. don't like IHOP that much. Uh, yeah. Silent Majority does, but it's fine. <laughs> you know what? We'll can <laughs> this because we, we argued about it last week. I don't think I'm getting anywhere with Steve. <laughs> so um, my conspiracy theory, after hearing Steve's, which is honestly great, I feel yeah. like mine is just kind of – You're wrong. I think – I honestly think the one that has the best chance of being true is that the moon landing was potentially a hoax. And oh, I know I'm going to catch yeah. a lot of heat for this. But I think – I'm not saying it, it was a hoax. I'm saying of a lot of the more common conspiracy theories you hear, I feel like the mo- the hoax mo- – the first one, I believe we've been to the moon. I don't know if we went on the first try. I think there's like a 90% chance we did. The thing is, of any of them to fake, that would be the simplest Yeah, is the thing. Really? I mean, like, that, that makes sense. I mean, like – but the thing is that you can, sh- you know, they did it on the Mythbusters or whatever, right? I know. I see the laser that. and then because reflect the reflection the mirror. that comes back. Well, I believe we've been to the moon. I don't like, I just, oh, you're just saying like the, the, the moon first landing time, itself. the first moon landing. It's if you watch the videos, there's, there's a lot of people that break this down on the internet. I, That's true. there's a lot of proof that it did happen, but there's also some gaps that have been filled yeah. in completely. And it wouldn't totally surprise me because fr- from a strategic pr- perspective, like it would make sense. Oh, and the Cold yeah. War was a weird era to where, like, that's totally something that would happen. Oh, no, like, I just, yeah, I just yeah. saw something on Twitter that, um, you know, Americans, not American, well, yeah, American strategists have thought about, like, dropping dropping condoms in, in Russia. I that saw that. Were, yeah, did you see that? Where I was like, did you? Is that you, true? Did we send that to each other? We might have sent, we might have sent that, that to each other on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to intimidate so, the Russians. To intimidate the Russians. Yeah, to intimidate the Russians. Just, and that actually was brought up in, like, an official Pentagon meeting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> someone was like, hey, guys. Here's the deal. We've got this thing called Magnum Con. <laughs> <laughs> gotta freak him out hard. Yeah, seriously. I'm sure we did that in Vietnam. Did we? Yeah. I love when the audience chimes in. Love <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, that is something that would happen. And I think it's fine. I mean, what happens, happens in the Cold War. And um, I think we'll never see proof of what happened. I mean, eventually it could leak. But moon landing, it most likely happened. I just think of the more... Like prominent conspiracy theories, I give it the best chance. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think what other conspiracy theories. Well, are. the one I wanted you to touch on, Connor, is the Epstein thing. Oh, I mean, hard to say that's even a conspiracy theory, <laughs> Lincoln. I mean, that just that did happen. I mean, it's, we've all acknowledged that it happened. It's it fact. Yeah, I'm so sorry. That just no, I don't think so. It's so, um, <laughs> it's basically fact at this point. It really is, and here we are just talking about it, and like we can't do anything about it because you know it involves everyone that's powerful. So yeah. Here we are. I but, think there were a lot of powerful dudes that wanted him a uh, dumpster. Oh, I don't absolutely. think it was just like one person. It was a lot of people. No, it, it was, was like team everyone. effort for sure. Yeah. Oh, no. It was like yeah. Teamwork is the dream work, as I say. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That just he was on suicide watch and the guards just happened to conveniently that shouldn't happen yeah walk away for that, a half hour that that shouldn't happen that no just, it doesn't happen and there's it doesn't no happen. there's no camera and then the camera's the cut camera. out oh, yeah. they well. lost the film okay no, sure from no, the, from the highest security prison in the state of new york like i guarantee you that, that why would the cameras turn off for a half hour at the same half hour when the guards were gone in the same half hour where jeffrey epstein allegedly killed himself in an anti-suicide cell yeah impossible no, is, yeah and his, and his, I hit X to doubt. The other person wasn't there either. His, uh, his, his roommate. Yeah, his roommate wasn't there. 
Yeah, didn't he get moved out like the day before or something? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, he got something moved. like he that. Did, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, which that's just against protocol as well. So I think well, it could be coincidence. I never want to rule that out, but I feel like at this point, the facts really point to this being just an absolute incrimination of like the powerful people in our country no. and around the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, honestly, Jeffrey Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein was a bad dude. The world's not hurting that he's gone, but his his testimony would have been nice to have. Really good. Yeah. No, that yeah. would have been sick on him. Yeah, sure. it could have really made some waves. Um, could have really stirred the pot a little bit. Yeah, and so um, that's why he's dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Epstein, the, the word this got like the most airtime was when Ricky Gervais was just going off on people during the uh, Golden Globes. He brought up the Epstein scandal. Everyone went silent, but. Um, I don't want to talk about that anymore. I want to talk more about the Golden Globes and the, the awards they gave out. Honestly, I think a lot of us can agree the movies that win them most of the time are movies that aren't necessarily super fun to watch. The general public doesn't enjoy them as much yep. typically. They're usually stuff that is more they, – they kind of – they focus more on the art form that is cinema. Mm-hmm. But um, I think what we're going to do is um, Big Brain Hour is going to have our first annual Brainy Awards. And the Brainy Awards are going to be our own version of the Golden Globes where we hand out a set amount of awards to the best movie in several different categories throughout the past year. So, um, Steve, want to kick us off with our first category here? Oh, for sure. So uh, I guess we're going to start off with just the best film overall. Uh-huh. Um, Connor, do you have any uh, maybe nominees, what you think might be? Uh, no, I mean, the best, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I'm going to be honest, guys. I don't remember the movies I saw this year. I mean, it's... Mind if I jog your memory? Yeah, yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. And, um, one of my favorites, The Dead Don't Die. Um, And I have to say, if we're making this, like, a Brainies Awards, I don't know one of my awards to be the meandering award, which is the dead don't die because that movie just meanders. It's beautiful. Um, honestly, that is, if you want to rent a movie, honestly, mm. I would say like, that's a good movie to rent. Like, a it's, like one that's not going to cost like 20 bucks to rent because no. it flies under the radar. It might even be free. Oh, that one might I, even yeah. fall under that you free could, category. Oh, oh, yeah. With no, like, like all the Adam Sandler I would movies. Ca- I'm, I'm just curious to see if any of you even know what I'm talking about. I doubt you do. I doubt you have no idea. If You're you probably do, doing dro- it right now. drop an email. Yeah, um, please Google do. It. Yeah. Please let Give me know that you know about this movie. Yeah. All right. So I guess, well, the first award, I'm Connor has awarded the Meandering Award to <laughs> yes. The Dead Don't Die. We didn't intend on having that, but I'm fine because I love it. No, I love it when the guest kind of takes takes the reins yeah. a little bit. Um, I think the meandering ward is a really good one. The dead don't die. The dead don't die. Okay. You want it? Yeah. No, applause. I love how the audience that's live is not even clapping. Mm. I know. That was awesome. Oh, he gives it thumbs oh. down there. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so now we're going to go back to the brainy for the best film. Um, so basically the, the movie that won best picture this year at the Golden Globes was Parasite. Yeah. I have seen parasite and i do think it was completely deserving of best film normally i don't agree with like the academy and everything but parasite was one of the best movies i've seen i can actually yeah i think in this year there was nothing that really jumped out at me super hard i mean ford versus ferrari was one that got nominated for best picture that's right it was good i I didn't see gosh i didn't see any of these movies so i feel really bad but Uh i'm gonna let you know that's (laughs) fine (laughs) 
I've heard from a lot of people it was good, but I think the star power that was in that movie was kind of what elevated it to getting that nomination. Because Steve, that's any fair. opinions? I mean, it was pretty good. I yeah. think there's only so much you can do with a racing movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, see, that's the thing. Um, like, I totally yeah. agree. Parasite should definitely be uh, movie of the year. I think. Uh-huh. I think that's basically hands down for me at this point. All right. There's nothing that even. I mean, for Parasite, as cinema as an art and just as like just strict entertainment factor, I thought Parasite probably won it for this year. Um, so the Brady goes to Parasite. Okay. <laughs> so the next Brainy we're moving into is Brainy for most disappointing film oh of the year. Goodness. So normally you don't award something for being disappointing, but we're flipping things on its head here on a big brain hour. So Steve, any early nominations? Um, I guess one of the movies that comes to mind is uh, I'm not sure if you saw the Lion King remake. Oh, jeez. Oh, there's there, there's yeah. a lot of hype behind it. And, you know, it, for the first couple of minutes, it looked really cool. <laughs> yeah. But, the, the, uh, you know, there's only so much you can do. And with there's no, like, cartoon expressions uh-huh. on the animals. And they took out some of the fun songs. It was, yeah. it was a pretty heartless performance, in my opinion. It was just stone cold. Something about it just left me feeling empty at the end. Yeah. I was like, that, there was nothing, no substance there. Um We'll say the biggest problem with that one, honestly, I think, was the fact that the animals couldn't have human facial expressions. So just completely eliminated, like, the like the body language. Because, oh, like, it was literally just an animal oh. face. And, like, a lion can't make facial expressions, like, translate like a human <laughs> being. So in animated films, they can do that. But in this one, it was like they'd say something. And it just felt like just a stone-cold line de- delivered by, like, a terrible actor. It, yeah. was, it was not good. I think you – honestly, I think I might even opt to, to lump in all of the Disney, like – CGI remakes. And so just, Dumbo, Lion King, and Aladdin, I think, all get lumped into this you one. You know, I would push back on Aladdin. Um, oh, I guess here's – you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch a lot of hate for this. Yeah. <laughs> I had not seen the first Aladdin. <gasps> no. But, that's right. Yeah. But seeing mm. the, the Aladdin live action, yeah. it was uh, – yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. I could see that one. It had some cool, like, Bollywood, like, music numbers yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like the monkey and stuff. I think it was the best of the three, but <laughs> when all you can say about a movie is I like the monkey and stuff, I think there's problems there. But, but okay, so we all can agree The Lion King was not great, the remake. Um, Dumbo was honestly borderline horrifying. I've seen it. It was I like Dumbo a lot, like the animated movie, but the one that they came out with was like something about it was just really – they really took on this whole like animal abuse like topic like head on to the, and that's that's oh, cool God. and all but like oh, I went there expecting to see like a fun like Dumbo remake like I guess it has, <laughs> it has dark undertones but the whole movie was literally like dark it looked like, dark creepy ads, circus yeah dark. it was like dark like creepy yeah. circus elephants mm-hmm. are getting like beaten up it's oh, like and I get that that it kind of exposes what the circus is yeah. I understand that but at the same time it almost went to the point where it just became not entertaining anymore yeah. and. Good, good means it didn't end up turning out the way I think they wanted. Yeah, Connor, um, what's your take on most most disappointing film this year? Oh gosh, oh, that's what I was looking up. I'm so sorry. I was just going through a list of movies that even came out from last year because I don't remember any of them. Any opinions on Star Wars? Uh, uh, it, it, um, you know, yeah, you know, anything could be better than Last Jedi. Yeah, and it yeah. was. Yeah, I, I can see how people were disappointed. I, I, I mean, actually, I enjoyed. I, uh, the new one, I did, mm-hmm. but I maybe did. yeah, partially because I hated the eighth one. So I, my, and see, that's the thing is like it was just like this black and white, like you yeah, know, just the worst, objectively the worst movie ever made. Yeah, against an actual okay movie. Yeah, so that's it was so chaotic. It it was like chaotic in a bad way. It reminded me of like Endgame, 
But Endgame pulled it off. Yeah, Endgame was more oh, fun. Are maybe. we talking about later? We, 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 uh, Rise, of, the, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, and yeah, I would agree with that. It was, they did a lot of weird fan service, too. Like, yeah. when they bring back all the Jedi voices that, like, talk to her. And, like, that's cool. I like that. But, like, it felt so forced. Like, it was they don't, cool. The thing is, what? no Star Wars movie does fan service. They literally just ignore, like, Which, all the extended universe. Uh, maybe we should have said, there are a few minor spoilers in this, in this oh, review. Totally <laughs> Nothing to, I mean, you know, that, that it's, it's been out. That part. We didn't get that bad. No, and that? we didn't. That's why I said minor. minor. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad our, our studio audience. So. That's his fault. Closing his it's ears. Been it has been a way. while. It's since Star Wars. Wars. Go see that shit in theaters. I'm sorry if I just cussed on the, on the podcast, but go see that in theaters, McCaffrey. That's ridiculous. There is an expectation in this world here. We live in America, and you go see Star Wars within the first three weeks it's out. This Wasn't is true. In America when it came out. Oh. oh. Oh, get that out of here. You were in. You were here within three weeks of it being out. That's the truth. This is facts. Yeah. I think, you know. Here's what I'm seeing the commonality, and I think Lincoln pointed to it earlier. So I'm going to back you up on this. Maybe we should just give the award to Disney, you know? Because <laughs> even Star okay. Wars was No, no, no. Disney. You know what? I'm going to go, I'm gonna go ahead and just get this. I got Get on that yep. soapbox. So, yep. I'm going to get on that soapbox. Yep. Yeah. So Disney's the worst. They, they're going to eat everything. I'm sorry. Yeah. Movies will only be Disney, and it's only – all they care about is China. That's all they yeah. care about. They care about if China likes the movies, then they can make them. So just Make just keep that in mind. It's yeah. now here we are. We're living in Disney World. So yeah, I think yeah. they're buying up all the entertainment. No, um, it's just and I guess it's just the nature of how things go. I mean, they're yeah, the top. Yeah. They're the alpha predator out there. It so is. no, they are. But I think they kind of took Star Wars and they did it pretty dirty. Honestly, oh, I mean, absolutely. There was a lot of I've seen a lot of like fan like fans like fan ideas for how like the the net, the sequel trilogy could have gone. Just unbelievably, just way better than what we got. Oh, absolutely. There's even like fan made oh, films that are way better. Oh, and yeah. so no, no, no. What we saw is just a really bad. Con- I think their biggest problem was having multiple, like having different directors. Oh. For, like they staggered them where it was like one and then another and then the other one came back. So like the, the story was just completely destroyed at that point. Well, I mean, and one of them was our good friend, Ryan Johnson. Yeah. So, I mean, man knows how to direct a movie. Not right. Yeah, so I think that's, he would say. I, I can back you up on this. Yeah, I will say this opinion. though. I'm I'm no Ryan Johnson fan after seeing Star Wars and his work in mm-hmm. uh, other. You know, I'll just I'll leave it at that. I will say this though: the saying "a broken clock is right twice a day" never been more on point. I saw uh, <laughs> I saw mm-hmm. Knives Out. Oh, also, is that written, Ryan Johnson? written and directed by Ryan Johnson, actually very good. I, I can see it. Yeah, that should win an award. Maybe Knives we, Out was really good. Yeah. I mean, I give – I mean, honestly, I think what we could also have is a brainy for the most entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. I think oh. most entertaining was Knives Out for yeah, me, honestly. I, and I, I have to throw mine in because I was uh-huh. thinking of this. Pikachu. Oh, Pikachu. Uh, that was too. a good movie. That I thought was that a, was going to be a dumpster fire. I did too. Yeah. No, I didn't. I was like, this, I don't know how they're going to do this. And it was pretty good. You know, I thought I thought it was really good. I thought it was really entertaining. I mean, I think I fell asleep about partway mm-hmm. through – not at all the film's fault. It was no. late, a late night. Yeah, but no, I found it to be a very entertaining. It was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. It was, it was genuinely yeah. enjoyable. Pokemon, was, like I like, like Pokemon. Yeah. I loved them as a kid, so I really wanted to make. I didn't want this to be another one of those like Last Airbender, just like oh. absolute destruction of the oh. a beloved series. And yeah. they pulled it off well. That oh, the Last Airbender. Yeah. All, the only thing I remember from that movie was the girl. She yeah. was 
Well, she's the one that she's in. She's in Transformers. Yeah, I think so. I believe. I don't Five? think she. Her trans. Her like um, her facial expression didn't change the whole movie. Oh yeah, uh, similar to how, similar to Ray's in Star Wars. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's a good point. But that movie should have ended M. Night Shyamalan's career for good. Um, it, it, it almost did. He had to shoot close. a half-court shot to get yeah. back in the game. But dude, no, no, yeah. No. So are, are we giving those most entertaining or maybe like exceed expectations? Uh, so most entertaining, Connor's going to give it to uh, oh, Pikachu. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just no. throwing that out there. That no, but not, so Connor, Connor would give it to Detective Pikachu. and oh, Of the movies I've seen. Of the folks, movies he's seen. Yeah. And me and Steve, I think, both agree on Knives Out, I think. I think th- – Maybe it's a tie because I can yeah. I can definitely see Pikachu. It was it was a good time. It mm-hmm. was a really good. Yeah. No, it was a genuinely a good time. Right, yeah. So, so, so Pika, uh, so Detective Pikachu and Knives Out are going to combine for the most entertaining films of 2019. Okay, and now we move into our last brainy, which is obviously my favorite category. It is a brainy for biggest cash grab of the year, Ooh. and by this we mean a film that was made for no other reason than to make the company that instead. For no other reason other than making money, so it was yep. there was no art behind it, there was yep. no heart and soul. Steve, I know you feel pretty strongly all about right. this. I will say this: we all know that Disney is a master of this. Yeah, this um, is game. And here's what I went to see: Lion King, and this was a for sure for this award. All right, <laughs> an absolute uh, for sure. In months later, I went to go see a movie I was quite excited for, and I'm not going to put any spoils in here. But the movie was Frozen Two, and oh my gosh. Probably the most empty movie I have ever seen in my entire life. Really? No. There was no plot. Yeah. No. It was just, do not see this movie. Do not <laughs> wow. feed the machine. Wow. Yeah. It, it looks really good. I can give them that. But the fact that there was just, it was so predictable. There's no storyline. It was, yeah. there's no, it was just, it was bad. Yeah. And like, you always have to give it the past, like Frozen is a kid's movie, but yeah. like, so this plot is always predictable to a degree, but was it like so predictable? It was painful. It was sort of, yeah. You know, it wasn't like the typical kid's movie. Cause like kids, I can deal with predictable. Yeah. As long as there's like something, there's some, some, some substance. I uh-huh. asked my, I asked my brother after the movie coming out of the theater said, Hey, what's the theme of this movie? And you know, absolute silence. <laughs> So no theme. No theme. Well, Literally any movie ever made has a theme. But an important part of, you know, the aspect of making a kid's movie is making it somewhat appealing to the parents that have to come watch it with them. Yeah. And you just, I mean, like, it, it's just so bad. Like, kids have no idea. They don't care. Yeah. But, you know, it's just like, to the point you have to, like, give, you know, give the parents something. Give us something mm. to watch. Something that's good. Yeah. I mean, Steve just getting... All these phone calls during this whole thing. He's just so busy. Yeah. You know? Gosh. I mean, think about it. If we did this podcast about a year ago, well, a year and like three months ago, he'd be getting the call from the warden. But I think some of you know who that would be. Um, That is a a good time. That is an interesting time frame in uh, in our lives. But anyways, so now we're past that. But uh, anyhow, yeah, no, I think an important part of Frozen – of, well, making a kid's movie is just the aspect the, the aspect that you do have to appeal to some adults in the movie theater. It can't so. just be something that they can't sit through. Yeah, you know? Kind of like that's Shrek. Something. Shrek gets, Shrek yeah, gets, saying. Shrek gets better with age like a fine wine. Yeah. You know? Well, see, that's the thing. I, I was going to bring that up, but then I realized that some of us in the podcast don't Are, care for Shrek that much. The thing is, I don't really care for Shrek, but I will say it gets better as you get older. I used to really hate it as a kid. Now it's like horrible. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Well, that's yeah. that, that Yeah. Uh, All right. Right, well, okay, was... so I think we all can agree. Um, Brainy for biggest cash grab. 
I guess we can't really agree. I guess I give it to Lion King. Lion King. Yeah. All right. What Connor? What would you give it to? You'll be the deciding vote. Ah, uh, that's not a good idea. I see any of these movies. Your your opinion cares not for facts. For facts. Okay. <laughs> this is I like what I like to hear because this is what everyone bases everything off of now. You excel. Okay. You know what? I just just cause I'm just gonna give it. I'm just gonna say Frozen. Mm. Just cause I just I didn't see the first one. I'm not gonna see the second one. I'm never gonna see a Frozen movie. And you know what? And like I liked the first Lion King. And, and out of respect for that, out of respect for that, I yeah. gotta give it to something that I literally don't care I get about, that. which is Frozen. Yeah, it's like the Lion King let the dead rest. You know, you don't yeah. want yeah, to do him dirty like no, that. Right, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can kind of see your guys' point. Frozen Two was literally made to sell Happy Meal toys and tickets <laughs> to Disneyland. So I can. I can see that. Right, yeah. So, so the Brandy goes to. Frozen 2 for biggest cash grab. Okay. And I think that wraps up our brainies for this year. Um, catch us next year doing the brainies again. We'll, um, I know that's a long time, but we'll be here. We'll be watching some good cinema and we will definitely report back to you guys with the people's movie awards. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely try to watch some of these movies next year. Yeah. That would definitely help. (laughs) Yeah. The boys sat me down like movies. Uh Oh, (laughs) well, you did a good job. I will say yeah. And um, so now to wrap things up, we are going to do our most popular segment, Ooh. our versus segment. And today we have a real treat for you. We have two of the greatest villains ever written, the Hamburglar versus Thanos. <laughs> and so what we're going to do here is we're going to go for maybe not necessarily who would win in a physical confrontation, but who wins in just their pure, their villainous ways. Who's the better written villain? The McDonald's Hamburglar or Thanos? Okay, sound off, boys. I'm just gonna come out and say, Thanos isn't that bad of a guy. No, like his eventually his his like after once you pass like pass his plan, it's actually for the good of people. Mm-hmm. While the Hamburglar, he's just out to steal. He's just a bad guy. You know, there's exactly. no good to his end. No. While Thanos, there's a good to his end. Yeah, you know what? Like when you hear about it, you're like, gosh, this. Could oh, actually sure. work. This yeah. might actually work because you know you think about what happened. Like what after that happened in the world, well, global warming would probably stop. Yeah, come to just a big halt. Yep. So I mean, he wanted to just... eliminate half of life so the other half could flourish. So yeah, bad means to I guess a good end for exactly. Thanos. Yeah, but for the Hamburglar, no. the Hamburglar is chaos. pure evil. Yeah. Chaos. He is just a. He's just a pot stirrer. He's coming after mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even care who you are. He'll he take. He steals primarily Happy Meals. You know who buys Happy Meals? Little Children. kids. Children. Children. Think about that. The Hamburglar is worse than the Joker, in my opinion. He is a badder dude than Thanos. I think the Hamburglar might be the most sinister villain ever written. Do, I would. Do I, we know if he? Because I'm curious. Does he? Like, do we know what he does with the hamburgers he steals? That's scary. <laughs> who would? Because who needs that man? Who does? Because what if he was like a? Uh, a Robin Hood, if you will, you know, misunderstood. Oh, uh, he's definitely not. You think more... he? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm curious to hear this out. Yeah. Well, here's what I would say. I think Thanos. He's a powerful villain. I like. I can relate to him in some ways. I don't know how, but yeah. Then, <laughs> well, I think we all can. Here's, yeah. here's the thing. He's a he's a well written character and a well written villain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd have to give it to the Hamburglar just because you know. It's not just like a fist altercation, you know. I think the Hamburglar's guy, he's got cunning. Uh, he's got the long game. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. much like McDonald's itself, uh, it doesn't seem bad at first, but like a prolonged conflict, 
Uh, like the more you have of him, the dangerous, <laughs> dangerous it becomes. This is true. I like that. Okay, oh. so I actually just looked up Hamburglar lore online. <laughs> and oh, this is a dangerous. The dark web, boys. And so, basically, even though the hamburgers always attempted to hoard all of the hamburgers for himself, <laughs> he has <Yeah>. never apologized. <gasps> <laughs> Are you serious? So, he literally just hoards them. He has... He doesn't even he has, them. He doesn't even... Okay, Thanos acknowledges that the fact he has to kill everyone it's isn't great. It's kind of sad. It is. Yeah. He, he, like, he even he says, I'm like, sorry at one yeah. point. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he does. The hamburger, whatever that is, he doesn't care. He's out He's out to just have, have, have. Yep, he's out to have some burgers. I mean, like, I can relate to that, but I, can, <laughs> I can't relate to the straight thieving that happens with the hamburger. Yeah, and to literally... Okay, first of all, he's wasting food like a fiend. So, food... The kids get hungry! Food waste, um, breaking and entering, because he does break into McDonald's. Yeah, he has to. And yeah. also, he's probably murdered someone in the process. I There's guarantee... No he's, he has not gotten caught yet without murdering someone. Yeah. Yeah. He's a tough dude, and I think Thanos would really have a tough time um, on dethroning Hamburglar as the best written villain of all time. Yeah, I can agree. Thanos yeah. is trying to feed people. Hamburglar just hoarding, wasting, trying to yeah. feed himself. Yeah. And, and yeah. the fact that he doesn't apologize is just the, it's just the icing on the cake. Yeah. If you will. Uh-huh. I agree. <laughs> that, was, that was perfect. I think this is – the Hamburglar is definitely really overlooked when it comes to villains that have been written in uh, comics, movies, um, oh, McDonald's absolutely. lore. Yeah, McDonald's so, lore. Uh, I'd love yeah. to hear your guys' thoughts on this. Go ahead and sound off on yeah. Big Brain Hour's email. We'd love to hear some comments on this. But I really do think the Hamburglar is one bad dude. None of us would want to tangle with him. Okay, so that wraps up this week's verses, and I think Steve is going to give us his closing thoughts since it's that time of the podcast again. All right, so uh, looking at all the different segments that we've covered here, uh, I think the thing that we take away from this is intention. Mm. You know, so we got uh, looking at the Hamburglar versus Thanos, you know, I think one of the biggest points that we talked about was like, what is their purpose behind what they're doing, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, coronavirus. you know, what is your, what is your intention with, are you thinking about the, the greater good of humanity or are you just thinking about yourself? You mm-hmm. know? Bats. And, and maybe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bats are never a good idea. And then going back to the movies too, you know, uh, with a cash grab, are you, what's, is your intention to make an actual good movie like you should, or are you just trying to, to make a cheap buck? So yeah, I would always uh, evaluate your intention and other people's intentions. I think that really speaks to not only what things we talked about, but also life in general. So, yeah. Steve, I think that's really powerful. Um, Connor, you were an excellent guest. Thank Th- you. Thanks for being Thank on the show. It's a lot of fun. You. This is awesome. Yeah. You guys got a good thing going here. Yeah. Um, if this Is this my closing? Yeah. 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 You know, the floor is yours. The yeah. Is yours so, um, again, coronavirus was started by vaccines. Don't mm. forget that. Yep. And uh, no, I'm I am so excited. I hope you guys have me on soon. Yes, back on because I'd, I'd love to be back on. This, mm-hmm. is, this is a good time. Yeah. So uh, Connor, you heard it here first. It is a good time to be on our podcast. Hit us up on bigbrainhour at gmail.com if you want to maybe be on the show. We're taking applications right now. We're booked out for a couple weeks, but if you want to be on the show in the future, we'd love to have you. And um, go ahead and hit us up. Uh, no matter what you're interested, in, no matter what you're an expert in, we'd love to have you. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that wraps up Big Brain Hour, episode four. Um, once again, thank you for listening, and make sure to check us out on Instagram, Big Brain Hour Podcast on Instagram. We post some good content there, alert you when new episodes drop. Definitely hit that up.
And just remember, stay big brain.